Hi everyone, glad to be back with you for this week's Fat Chat. I'm Lori Boxer, Weight Normal Diet Center. As you can imagine, many people who are overweight or obese suffer with depression. Uh, I don't mean those who have bouts of sadness or unhappiness with their weight or appearance, although I by no means you know make light of their feelings. But today I, I want to focus on those who have had a medical diagnosis by a mental health professional and uh, who are on prescribed medications for depression and, and or anxiety. Uh, specifically, I want to chat a little bit about what comes first, obesity or depression. Are obese people more likely to become depressed or are people suffering with depression more likely to become obese? In, in my experience with clients, the answer is both. First, I want to address the issue of whether obese people are more likely to become depressed. Um, severely overweight people may be more likely to become depressed because they are dissatisfied with their appearance as well as many, uh, you know, experience stigma and discrimination, causing obesity to be accompanied by low self-esteem, low self-worth, and guilt. Now, this creates a chronic stressful state causing significant physical dysfunction, which predisposes people to depressed mood. The physical toll that obesity takes on the body is discouraging, of course, and it is difficult to deal emotionally with chronic diseases that are caused and exacerbated by being overweight. Therefore, obese people are more likely to become depressed as they experience poor health. Now, as relates to people suffering with depression, who more likely to become obese, one of the symptoms and the consequences of depression is that too often uh, those who suffer with it have difficulty taking good care of themselves. So, so you know, what do I mean by this? Obesity look, obviously brings on fatigue for most people, not only from carrying around excess weight, but also from sleep deprivation. Those who are overweight or obese and suffering with depression are less inclined towards exercise or other forms of physical activity. Uh, these people are more inclined to a sedentary lifestyle. Those who once perhaps enjoyed exercising and a you know physically active life, uh, you know they may experience a depression-inducing event and then, you know, no longer adhere. They don't, they no longer stick to their, you know, to what was once a, a regular fitness regimen or, uh, or a previously fit person may undergo, you know, a surgical procedure for a sports related injury, uh, get out of a routine while recuperating, uh, you know, in physical therapy and voila, you know, weight gain and depression. The CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, they, they issued a report uh, a couple of years ago, back in October 2014. I, I can link you link to this at my website. Uh, they issued a report called Depression and Obesity in the United States Adult Household Population. And it, it included all, all kinds of various data collected uh, between 2005 and, and 2010. And I'm not going to bore you with all the details. If you want them, like I said, you can go to my website and in the body of my article there called The Depressing Nature of Obesity, you'll see the link to the study. But for now, I just want to say that two stats in that study uh, really stood out for me. One was that 43% of adults with depression were obese. And the second was that among adults who took antidepressant medication, of those with moderate or severe depressive symptoms, 55% were obese while 38% with mild or no depressive symptoms were obese. Now, given the increased numbers of those who are severely overweight and obese since, since the data for that study was gathered, um, and again, they started gathering the data for that study 10 years ago, okay? 
I'm going to assume that these obesity depression percentages are even higher today. Additionally, uh, given the childhood obesity epidemic, the longer a child is overweight, I mean, the more he or she is at risk for depression and other mental disorders. So regardless of which comes first, depression or obesity, uh, the commonalities are uh, negative thinking takes hold, then poor sleep leads to fatigue and, and lack of desire to prepare regular meals. That brings on a craving for comfort foods that are very high in fats and sugars to improve moods, sort of to, uh, you know, in a way, sort of self-medicate, um, but, but only briefly, and then the cycle is repeated, which is followed by overeating and weight gain. So from my experience working with overweight clients who suffer from depression, I know firsthand that reducing weight also reduces levels of anxiety and stress. Eating correctly improves body chemistry, which helps to lift uh, someone's mood and make them feel better. Those who have always used food as a comfort can be taught how to choose better comfort foods, which won't leave them feeling deprived or guilty. I have seen clients many times who suffer from depression, who lose significant amounts of weight, many for the first time in their lives, and have antidepressant meds lowered because of their weight loss. They're feeling better about themselves. They have better moods and they don't need to be so medicated. If you are severely overweight and you suffer with depression and are taking um, prescribed uh, meds to control it, remember, your meds do what they can control. You need to do what you can control. Put the number on the scale out of your mind. Start maintaining a healthy diet. Be active, even minimally to start. Walk around, you know, walk just one lap, lap around, the, around the block where you live once a day and try to get eight hours of sleep regularly. These are the things that you can just start doing that you can control. Treat your body well, give yourself credit for small victories, and that will eventually lead to positive thoughts. And of course, what happens with positive thoughts? They lead to positive experiences. And that, my friends, is my fat chat for today. If you have any questions or comments about this week's podcast, email me at info at fatchatpodcast.com or send a message at Facebook or Twitter at Wait No More DC. If you would like to keep up with all the good stuff we do and the info we provide, you can visit us at WaitNoMoreDietCenter.com and there you can sign up for our free monthly electronic newsletter or our free weekly uh, release of our, um, our Fat Chat podcasts. Until next week, I'm Lori Boxer, Weight No More Diet Center, and remember, nothing tastes as good as being slim feels. Mm-hmm.